Go. Yes, sir, is yours truly, Lord Curtis Leon Proctor, the first of his name, the breaker of all the rules, the setter of every trend, and the gatekeeper for the Augusta, Georgia Noops. And this is the Lord Curtis Leon Proctor Podcast. Let's talk. Yes, sir. Again, this is the Lord Curtis Leon Proctor Podcast, and, and it's yours truly, me. For this episode, I got some very special people tapping in in the booth with me on today. Some of my oldest friends, my childhood friends, that is, my day one friends to be exact. Uh, we call ourselves the Goodfellas. So, the Goodfellas and I, you know, we in the booth, we're going to... Um, discuss and explore a wide range of different things in this episode. So I ask that you be patient with us and that you do not lose interest or your attention span. <laughs> if, if you're anything like me, I hope, you know, this doesn't affect your attention span and you miss out on something great. But anyway, we're exploring, like I said, what I'm doing is a little different outside the normal flow of how my show is done and will continue to be done. But like I said, to have these guys in here today, I'm going to do things to accommodate um, us getting everything off and everything on the show as we would like. So sit back, um, enjoy, um, give me some feedback. Follow me on Facebook at the Lord Curtis Leon Proctor Podcast. Tap in, send me some messages. <clears throat> I also have the phone number provided if you would like to uh, tap in remotely and share your thoughts, concerns, or opinions. Also, Instagram, Lord Curtis Leon Proctor, and I'm newly on Twitter at it's Curtis. I'm sorry, yeah, it's Curtis. No, what is it? It's Lord Curtis Proctor on Twitter. There it is. But again, like, share, comment, follow, subscribe, download, share it with your friends, share it with your family and your loved ones. And again, and and, and that, like I do at the beginning of every other show, I want to thank everybody that's listening. Thank you everybody that's following. You know, I greatly appreciate you all. I value you all more than you know. Um, you know, give me some feedback. Give me some reviews, people. Tap in on Apple. Tap in on iHeart. Tap in on Spotify. Um, Podchaser. Tap in. Give me some reviews, man. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me how I can improve. You know, like I, you know, I always say, it's room to grow, and it's always room to grow. And I'm always trying to improve and do things better than I've done previously. So again, like, share, comment, subscribe, download, tap in, give me some feedback. <coughs> it's, again, it's yours truly. Lord Curtis Leon Proctor, the first of his name, the break of all the rules, the setter of every trend, and the gatekeeper for the Augusta Noobs. So again, I got the good fellas in the booth with me. I'm not going to keep this too long. Um, I hope you all enjoy the show. Man, yes, sir. It's yours truly, Lord Curtis Leon Proctor. The first of his name, the break of all the rules, the set of every trend. Damn, I said that wrong. It sounded like, that sounded like one word when I said the set of every trend. And the gatekeeper for the Gusty Truth Nukes, man. Hey, right back at you. Um, featuring my day ones. I like to tell my frat brothers and my other um, 
groups and, and social circles. I'm with my real friends. <laughs> but um, I'm going to let them um, introduce themselves. These are good fellas. Now, when I say good fellas, we're not associated with any gang or 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 mafia family. I can't speak for all of us, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, these are my good fellas, man. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Y'all go ahead. Y'all can go in whatever order. Man, what up, though? This is Dominique, a.k.a. Neat, a.k.a. Head. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mr. He sounds like he part of YSL. Mister- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Humility himself. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely plug that. Plug that right quick. Uh, go ahead. Right. Drop your tag and everything. Tell them where they can find you, how they can shop with you, all those things. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're in the hot seat now. Oh, we're in the hot seat. Well, I'm currently, I'm, well, you can, find, you can find it on my Facebook page, Dominique Walters. You can find it on Instagram, which is Neek Drizzy. And I also have a Snapchat that is Drizzy Neek. So you can find humility on those social media sites yeah shot with your boy yeah yeah you did yes sir yeah. uh it's your boy brandon archie astro um aka brandon ruckus yes sir uh tell him big b not the little one big <laughs> bigger than him <laughs> black <laughs> Oh, but this shit gonna be fun. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, swipe down on my um on one of my phones. Put that bitch on. Do not disturb. Cause this shit finna start. Every time I start recording, that bitch start going crazy. But yeah, again, uh, you, you see it going black. No, that's it, man. Uh, black man, you know that's it. Black man, and also we black on black entertainment. Tell right. them, Archie, if you tipping, we strip. Fuck with us, black <laughs> black on black entertainment LLC. We already own all rights and privileges to that. So if you go and try to do anything with the name, I'm suing you. <laughs> we and I need all mine. We got Big T. My name Trez bro, aka Big T. You find me on. On Instagram at Player Terrific. Hey, why you got the brass knuckles on? <laughs> what that gun at, man? We, <laughs> we hey, we ain't in the hood right now. T, relax, T. That bitch got the knuckles on. Wait for something to pop off. <laughs> then I got my other good fella with me at Rock. <laughs> my name Rock. We're gonna leave that that confidence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna be said. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's gonna be said. How it's gonna be said, but hey. Again, oh, we're going we to start the show with this disclaimer. We ain't part of no, uh, you know, just some professionals, you know, employed in different areas. You know, we, can do, we do a vast amount of jobs and services. So hit us up, man. And again, you know, yours truly, Lord Curtis Proctor on Instagram, Lord Curtis Leon Proctor. Twitter is Curtis Proctor. Is Lord Curtis, some shit like that. Follow my tag. Follow me on Instagram and I got the little link shit. Now, oh, y'all know they got that little shit where you can put all your stuff in one. I don't forgot the name. Oh, the uh, link tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. but anyway, it was all right. And I brought my guys, my day ones. Matter of fact, let's let's do some background. And I'm I'm gonna start by saying I can't get rid of these niggas if I try. <laughs> I done tried to get rid of these niggas so many times, man. Lord have mercy. Me, Archie, and Head, and we missing one. We missing Jarvis. Shout out to Black. Shout out to Black. You yeah. know we still. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you, nigga. Come home, nigga. We forgive you, right, nigga. Right, right. But uh, 
We go back with kindergarten, first grade. First grade. First grade. First grade. First grade. Yeah. Um, Big T, Shirley Avenue. We we picked we picked what when you picked the middle school? Yeah, that was great. Murphy. Sixth grade, Murphy Middle School. You know that's my bodyguard. Big Big T, uh, Trigger. T, you skin with them brass knuckles. He just way over the bitch too. Then we pick pick what, what we call, what we calling you today, Rock. <laughs> 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 We, we picked the pastor up in high school, right. and, I, and, and I, like, I like to tell this story because I did not like this nigga right here. I don't know why. I don't know why I ain't like him. Second year in college, and we came best friends. Came best friends. I don't know why you ain't like him, but I ain't gonna say. That's why I ain't like him because he was talking to my sister. You just had to be the dick. Yeah, slap that nigga. You heard, you heard the slap too. Damn, I wish I was recording this shit. But anyway, picked picked him up in high school. But of course, him and Archie was already best friends prior to that. But Payne College, this was my roommate, man, and I found out that this is a cool dude, and I wasted a lot of time disliking uh, dude, because dude really <coughs> is solid, you know, we, we, we work, we work, and I'm trying not to make this sound gay, but, like, I can't live with nobody, but I can live with this nigga, like, we, we, we got the same mannerisms, um, the same Christian beliefs, backgrounds, upbringing, um, I could keep going, but to this day, it's one of my... One of my closest closest friends. This is the only nigga that ever beat me up. And I like to tell that story too. That wasn't really a fight though. We ain't even talking about that. We ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. But anyway, as y'all said, this, but this 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 get this get to listen to some background. And again, shout out. There you go. Somebody stole your class. Somebody stole your class ring that night too. Ain't it? we find that Archer house? No, we about to beat Archer that night too. Archer, what you gonna talk about? Archer said, "Y'all finding my mama house." Now I'm gonna beat y'all. <laughs> yeah, but then we about to fight. Susan, calm thy ass down. Shout out to Miss Susan. Love you, Miss Susan, if you listen to this. But anyway, um, this is the Lord Curtis Leon Proctor podcast. Maybe rocking with the good fellas. Rub that y'all for good luck. <laughs> but yeah, so we just leaving from um, Top Dog Tavern. We had some great, some great, interesting conversations going. So hey, I said hey, we need to go ahead and put this on the show. So what we what, what we picking up at? <laughs> We kind of freestyling, by the way. So, <clears throat> I know last thing we were talking about was like, you know, yeah, like holding holding yourself accountable in relationships on both both parties. You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, but also learning how to protect yourself in your relationship, emotionally and spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of things go on in a relationship and. Like just to speak on myself, if I know that it's a, if I know that I'm dealing with somebody and it's not the best interest for me, I'm going to leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people try to hold, hold a grudge or hold something over your head because you're you're choosing your peace over dealing with them. You know what I'm saying? And it it becomes such a major issue over time. So, I mean, that's my piece on it. You know, anybody else? I want to know why. Being in, if you in an abusive relationship, why the women gonna get held to the same standard? Let me ask you a question, right quick. I'm gonna interject right there. When you say a abusive relationship, define an abusive relationship. So, so here's the thing. This is what I mean by that. You got some people that are in abusive relationships, meaning they fight all the fucking time. Then you have those relationships, like mine, for example. You know, I had a situation where we had like a one time. Well. One time, well, <laughs> one time for me, but not for her. You get what I'm saying? It's, and I mean that as 
she had been physical with me. I have never been physical with her. That was the only time something happened. And then fast forward, we had another situation, which is abuse, but I wouldn't say the relationship was abusive. So I mean, but abuse can be physical, mentally, mm-hmm. verbal. Oh, that's too. true. That's true. I, I didn't take that into context. Into context. But I, I agree with what you said, though, where men will held accountable, but the women aren't. Yeah. What about the women who provoke? Provoke the situation, right? Or even when women put their hands on the man, but the man ain't gonna call the police. Mm-hmm. Even if I did, I go to court. The judge gonna laugh at you. Exactly. A woman on each. Exactly. And in a lot of cases, and believe it or not, like I like me and my therapist was just speaking about this, and she says she sees it quite often where it's usually the women who are the aggressors in most situations, but it's just the men that get the back. You know the back end or the backlash or the worst end of the of the stick. You feel me? Yeah. And as I was saying earlier, you know, I applaud personally. I applaud how women stick together. You know, whether no matter what the situation, it may be abuse. Um, it may be, and I'm I'm gonna give examples too. And we spoke about this, but just for the show purposes, Mm -hmm. how women stick together. You know. They don't even they don't even have to know what's going on. They just know that this woman is going through something. I got her back. And it's not limited to any race, nationality, or creed. It's like that's a woman. Hey Shawty, I got your back. For you know, for example, Lori Harvey gets praised. I mean, except, except the relationship she's in now. I see her and Michael B. Jordan committed. However, prior to, I done heard hella women say, shout out to her, she playing these niggas. Excuse my language, but she playing these niggas. She coming up just like her mama did with Steve Harvey. But however, we turn around and we bash Future for dating and living his life the same way she was. You get what I'm saying? And then flipping it back to the abusive uh, relationships, it's like um, they're never held accountable for their actions. It's just like, oh man, you got hit by a man. And, and I don't condone you know men hitting women. And, and I like to throw that disclaimer out. Being if you're in a situation where things have gone violent or may go violent, it's best to just leave before the authorities are involved. So again, you know, if you're in a situation where you see those signs, you see those red flags, please leave. And like like I've learned, if a woman make you mad enough that you need to hit them, you don't need to be with them. No matter how much you love this person, no matter how much you care about this person, no matter what you have envisioned in your life or what your what you've made your reality with this person, leave. However, back to the topic at hand, the men get the worst end of the stick. And I understand we're supposed to be the man. We're supposed to be, we're, we're, we're expected to be logical and things of that nature, but we're human too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I just, I mean, yeah, I just, uh, I look at it, I look at it as like, well, not, probably might be a little off topic, but like for us like um account holding each other accountable in relationships like it just you know being accountable in relationship means like acknowledging the effect your the effect your uh behaviors of your partner you know have your own partner and own it how you contribute to negative cycles right right you know what i'm saying you know a relationship is like a two-way street you know what i'm saying um it's never one person's fault that's true. You know, That's true. It's, it's that that the relationship has not worked, or it is not working. Mm-hmm. So you know? you're saying this. So it's not that one person's fault because it's two people in it. Right. When you're when you're in a relationship, it's you know it's it's you it's you you guys together. You know what I'm saying? Somebody somebody had you know what I'm saying you but you both 
both parties had something to do with something. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it just ain't that one person's fault. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that's what, like, accountability for as being in a relationship, you know what I'm saying, for as two, you, you and your partner or whatever. So, being the saying that it's not that one person's fault, is that because... <clears throat> Is that saying because the partner seeing those red flags, so you kind of seen this coming, right? But you you decided to stay, so at that point you just you accept the the responsibility and some of the accountability for what transpired because you could have avoided, avoided it, it right. had you parted ways, right? On the two way street. Go ahead. I saw how you look, Rock. What you got for us? Now I was talking to somebody today, and like they brought up a good point. Like a lot of times, like they say, yeah, these abusive relationships are just people in relationships, period, but. They always talk about like the golden rule, doing the other that you had them doing to you, or um, treat people how you want to be treated. <coughs> but and then like as far as like love shouldn't hurt, and love don't hurt. But a lot of times, like what Beyonce said, you can't be what you don't see. So a lot of people, it, life period is a perspective. You get what I'm saying? So um, let's say for instance, if somebody wasn't loved or didn't see you the proper way of love, or different people have different perception of what love is. Like some mm-hmm. girls. Get beat upside the head like, oh, he loved me, he crazy about me, he woo-woo. right, he don't play about me, mm-hmm. and they they associate that with love because that's what they see. They might see their mama get beat up, they might see their dad beat up, mm-hmm. like, whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's a different individual, so everybody's association with love or just expression of love, like people say love language or how they um reciprocate love or feel love. Man, it's just different. Like it's the craziest mm-hmm. thing ever. We I just had this conversation earlier, so. A lot of people, especially, I don't want to say black communities, but people just peer, mm-hmm. haven't really seen what true love really is. Because a lot of times, like, I ain't trying to preach or nothing like that. But of course. No way to preach. Get into God, it. You know what I'm saying? Pause. God is love. But Jesus is love. You get what I'm saying? Right. But a lot of people didn't grow up with that kind of, like, a certain mm-hmm. background and might not grow up with both parents in the household. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really know what love is. You yep. just know, like, what you feel. But you said a few things. Um... To go back where you just said about um, women who are abused and they feel like, oh, this man don't play about me. I know he loves me. Do you think that comes from um, not having a male figure or a father figure or having their father in their life? Like father issues? It's a, and yeah, then, it's a lot of different reasons. A lot of different, it's a lot of different things, man. Especially like child rearing. How somebody was brought up explaining a lot about them when they get older, about their personality and stuff, really. So it's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, but. If you ain't never, if you ain't never had no man in the house to show you what real love is, then that's why. I, of course, you know, you might sound cliche, but <laughs> you got daddy issues, and you ain't really had no man in the house, and you just—it's like trial and error, really. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, where's the say? Because you have those, uh, those individuals who actually had a father in the home. And she be messed up. That's and still be messed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, man? It's all about what's behind the closed doors. Like, nobody really know what's going behind, like, yeah, you still have, like home. Really. You still have your dad still being home. Mm-hmm. But if your dad abused to your mama, exactly. that's, what, that's all you see. That's all you know. Right. Or right. they just not there working yeah. or really just don't have nothing to do with yeah. You can live in the same home, man, not feel no love. So like, in the household, but absent. And just because exactly. a dad in the house, that don't mean it's a, he doing positive that's stuff. Right. Teaching had, the child positive things. Right. I had I had a conversation with a with a young young lady earlier this year, and she was basically telling about about her her upbringing. But the question was, 
would you rather not have a dad there or a bad father mm. in the situation? You feel mm. what I'm saying? Say that again. Would you would you would you rather have a father who was there but but was a bad dad or one who who wasn't there at all? Or not have a dad there at all? Absolutely. Wow. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, because I mean, you know, it's it's to speak on what Daniel said. It could be any situation for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just because you have a dad there doesn't mean that he's encouraging and things like that. He he could be a, be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He could he could not you know give you those positive affirmations. Right. Mm-hmm. It might be a molester. It might be a child molester. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though if you you grow up in the household and it's negative. You still got a choice to make uh, what road you gonna go down. Absolutely. I can say from, I know for a fact by your dad, your dad, and mine, you nine day. I he like it. And mm-hmm. I like what you just said. That made me. That really made me my, my heart warm up. We mm-hmm. nothing like our fathers. Cause right. I was gonna ask y'all this question. Right. Not to say right. that our fathers they bad people. Right. Right. But right. We just we we our own man. We our own man. You could have easily made a choice. We go down the road with your dad. Your dad have been, man, we've been friends since what? 12? Yeah. Your dad have been there. I seen your dad at one time. He been in prison the whole time. Yeah. I seen your man one time. Yeah. Out of all the years. He been in prison. Right. Let me ask this question, though. And, and this is what I was going to and what we were That's, just saying. Yeah. Um, do you think we eventually become our parents? Our daughters become their moms yeah. and we become... Um, like let's say I was like we become our parents. Like um, my sister may end up being who, who what my mama is. I might end up being what my daddy is. And to put it into perspective, I went my whole life. For example, my daddy wasn't in my life. So even though I never wanted kids, I'm happy that I have kids now. But I've always told myself, if I have kids, I'm gonna always be there. Right. I'm not right. gonna miss shit. Right. But you are gonna be there. Me knowing your situation growing up, what went on. You already broke that cycle. Absolutely. So you know, Appreciate unless you just right, just do some dumb shit and just go back to that shit. But right. I will say, I've it's and I we were just talking about this. My therapist and myself, um, I've gone my whole life trying to do things differently from what how my father has. Even though along the way, I've still picked up some of his bad habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that like like for instance like. I know that I picked up some some of my dad habits, but I'm constantly, yeah, we all did. Yeah, right, you know, know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm but but I'm very much so aware of them to know that I need to to change, change them. Right, you know what I'm saying, right. over time. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, I hold I hold myself self accountable to right. make sure that I'm there for my kids. Make sure that you know I'm not following in those same footsteps. Like and like, don't get me wrong. I didn't have a bad dad. Mm. He just wasn't available. Gotcha. Right. To teach me certain things that I felt like I should have learned. That you should have learned. You know what I'm saying? Like so, me and my pops. Right. Absolutely. So, right. so I found myself teaching teaching myself those things, and you know, some of it the hard way. But at yeah. the same time, I mean, I'm not dead or or, or in jail. Yeah. So you know, I might yeah. have done something. Doing something. Right. Man, you know, my situation. My dad was done. <clears throat> yeah. Nigga yeah. took care of me. I was. I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. despite like the drug problem or whatever mm-hmm. how he is now yeah. but growing up he always been there so I can't even bash him for that yeah. and y'all uh, like for yeah. us like for us like with my dad like I kind of I grew up with my parents so um but you know, I'd have seen the the ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? For us, my dad go like I didn't I didn't have a bad dad. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But you know, I seen like the flaws that my dad had. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, but um, at the end of the day, you know, I just dislike the fact that you know 
your when your when your pants or somebody else on the outside just try to compare your situation to, that to your father's right. to their situation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I and I be I quit to tell them like you know. My situation is totally different from my my dad and mom's situation. You know what I'm saying? Like I done seen my dad like you know be verbal, uh, abusive, or you know I done seen him where he to you know put put his hands on my mama. I done, I done seen you know what I'm saying the cheating and the stuff like that. You right. know what I'm saying? But you know as I got older, you know I still ain't look at you know what I'm saying my dad no different. You know right. what I mean? He's still my dad. Still your dad, right? You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you know. Them my parents, you know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, I can't hold him to that, you know, because at the end of the day, I still got to be obedient to my father because right, right. that's my father. You know what I'm saying? It's real. So, uh, like a few years ago, I used to always say, people used to always have something to say about it because felt like you was a materialistic person. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like I know the background where he came mm-hmm. from. Say he probably you about me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say he probably is a little materialistic, but I can understand why he liked it. He came up, motherfucking had much at one point mm-hmm. in time. Right. right. But and you don't roll out of that shit, huh? Right. But for like with that parent shit, like you already done broke the cycle on what you had done went through. Yeah. I ain't gonna say too much. I ain't put business. No, wait, wait. We can go. We can go. I just know when Ernest came, and got y'all. Uh, y'all was in fucked up situation, kind. Yeah. Right. Y'all was just going from spot to spot. Mm-hmm. Right. So he gave right. y'all. Uncle Ernest gave y'all a stable house, somewhere mm-hmm. to stay at. Y'all right. make sure y'all was straight. But even though he did that shit, you still grew up with shit in your mind. Like, you, you, a motherfucker want to grow up in the house with their mom and dad, but mm-hmm. the shit on the cars on the way fall like that. Right, right, right. And see, two, so two things. So, um, I want to hear. I mean, not to cut y'all, but come like knowing how he came up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And how impactful that was. I, I, I would love to hear that. You know his his his, his, insight, his on insight on it. it. Like um, you know, people always like um, people product of their environment and stuff like that. That's um, thing about that is you either learn to or you learn from your experience, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying that determines what type of person you are. So of course, you grew up in a certain household, generation curse and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you can learn to do that stuff. You succumbing, and that's just who you are. That you be a part of it, or you like, dang, that ain't the move for me. Cause like I might have grew up with both parents in my household, but you know what I'm saying? I don't. I got a lot of folks around me that just grew up in like them households, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They had to sell drugs. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you wanna know, oh, that's a choke. No, it, it was a must. But at the same time, they necessarily didn't want to do it. Or it was something like, oh, I ain't doing this to be flashing like that. Hey, y'all, I stay in the projects and we be having like bitch nose on the door for seventeen dollars. I got younger siblings I gotta take care of, cook, you know what I'm saying? Like that at age thirteen at Joe's and stuff right. like that. So mm-hmm. it kinda you get what I'm saying? But they get to a position. Oh, I could work at a, I could work at a fast food place. I ain't got to sell drugs no more. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. So it ain't like no. So that's what I'm saying. You can learn to learn from. Like plenty of them parents on dope. Homeboys ain't never tried. I got some folks they never tried drugs before. Mama crackhead. They ain't mm-hmm. never tried drugs. They're like, I don't never want to do that because I saw the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just people. Everybody different. So people like. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Everybody, like, individual. Everybody, individual. Like, looking at things from perspective-wise, mm-hmm. like. And another thing, like, you know, with, with, with your people, like, we on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Like, for us, that shit, it might look perfect. Mm-hmm. But inside your household, we don't tell them what. Everybody going to have exactly. ups and downs. Right. 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 Every household mm-hmm. going to go through shit. Right. Right. But people try to look from the outside looking in and try mm-hmm. to put it, like, 
Y'all shit, that's all perfect. Right. Nah, everybody go through shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the thing, like I, like, I look at, like, a lot of people, like, in life, man, yeah, you got the, you got the um, ability of free will, so you can believe what you want to. There's a lot of people who believe in God, a lot of people who don't believe in mm-hmm. God, but it's the hope of knowing, like, dang, I got somebody that, me, with me having faith of believing in this, I know that tomorrow will be better, or it'll get better, and right. stuff like that. Right. So, that'd be the big, like, predicated for a lot of things too just having hope in something because a lot of people out here hopeless so man you waking up and you don't believe in the higher power you get what i'm saying so you just like dang i know this that third happened i ain't got no help ain't nothing gonna come this what it's gonna be even if you don't believe in god the law of attraction mm-hmm. man you think about that stuff that's what's gonna happen so mm-hmm. i don't know man it's, just, it's a mind it's a mind thing yeah man. a lot of these kids ain't weak man like this situation already fucked up it right. feel like this this all they got they ain't gonna have no more than this. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do, and I feel like that was that was so different from us to speak on what you said about Kurt's, uh, you know, Situation. Kurt, you know how how people would think he was materialistic. materialistic. I mm-hmm. know how Kurt came mm-hmm. up. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So to see him in that light, I'm so happy to see that because he could have stayed in that situation. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? He might be a little bit materialistic, but y'all don't y'all don't know, man. It's I mean. You know, seven, eight in the house. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not knowing where you know, th- you know that situation. I mean, the man is happy that you know he mm-hmm. has this life he has for his for his, for his kids, for his daughter, mm-hmm. and you know for himself as well. So and you know, like we talked about your cousin earlier, like it's easy for you to make that choice to go being to be fucked up for being street. Yeah, you just told not to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Now I feel at the end of the day, at one point in time. We all done did some fucked up shit that could have got yeah, him killed or yeah, yeah. some trouble. Absolutely, but absolutely. We made it. We loved it. Made it. I guess mm-hmm. we call it love. God, we made it through that shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. But a motherfucker always can make a mistake or go back and do some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if, like, a motherfucker feel like he got too much pressure on him. And, you know, he, you know, he can go out here in the streets and get some money. Like, he gonna, he gonna make a fucked up choice and that shit go bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, life, so, in the and so and, yeah. and, and I would say a lot of it goes to perception. We we brought it up about um yeah. the, the materialistic the material thing. Is, and yeah. a lot of people do. Um and what's funny is it's like y'all know me. Y'all yeah. grew up yeah. with me. So yeah. y'all knew like y'all knew the struggle, the real struggle. Yeah, yeah. But y'all also so it's like and I and like I tell people I really had like the best childhood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's so crazy because when I, I look at the Kanye West shit, the Yeezus shit, and he talking mm-hmm. about like when he was with his mom, mm-hmm. but then when he mm-hmm. go with his daddy, it was all this other shit going on, like speaking, you know, all this, you know, um, uh, more 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 fortunate situation. Mm-hmm. So it's like in in the projects with my mom or whatever, you know, single parent, single mom, you know, mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. young single mom at that. So she in the street, you know. You know, she had had her scenes and her, mm-hmm. her demons that she was fighting. So, grandmother, my, my grandmother, like, well, we call her mom, but she kind of, like, picked up slack. But it was like, then I go, you know, my grandma bed, I go on my daddy's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, we having shit over there. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it was like night and day. Mm-hmm. But even even as a kid, and, and y'all know me, like, we go back to Willis Road. Remember, we used to be fighting about action figures mm-hmm. and shit like that. Pokemon if you notice, had you noticed, I always had... Different action yeah, figures or yeah, new action did. figures, and 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 what just came to mind? My uncle Chuck took me to Disney World one summer. Um, him, his girlfriend, me, and um, I called him my cousin. 
it was my uncle girlfriend's son. So anyway, as soon as I got in the store, I saw this tour Lamborghini that I wanted. As soon as I walked in, he like Kurt. We ain't even we we just walked in and you already saying you only get one thing. Mm-hmm. We already we already made this clear outside. Mm-hmm. You getting one thing, so whatever you pick, you better be happy with it. As soon as I walked in, the Lamborghini to this day still my long term goal. You know, I saw that fucking toy. It was like two hundred dollars. He like Kurt. He ain't even went around the store yet. I'm like, I, I want this. Like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm a little kid. I'm like seven or eight. That was a two hundred dollar toy, and this and this imprinted. Like, I'll never forget that. But even as a young age, I always liked things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I got to that point where I was able to get stuff on my own, and as y'all know, I worked two or three, four to goddamn it. jobs to 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 live how I want to live. So mm-hmm. fast forward, you know, going. Um, out of the project, and it kind of looked like we was bouncing around because like defects got us. Um, then we was placed with my aunt. That wasn't the best situation. So my brother, my aunt, my dad's brother, ended up getting us. So it was kind of like let up, you know, perception outside looking in. It's like you know they out of the project now. They in the suburbs in this big ass house. But what people didn't, didn't really know the reality of was. To this day, I still feel like, and I get emotional even thinking about it, like, I feel like they took us from what they thought was a bad situation to put us in a worse situation. Yeah. Even though the environment was better, mm-hmm. even though the water was cleaner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, yeah. Grass in our green even though, yeah. even though, the, even though we had a big ass front yard, a big like land and all the other shit, they didn't know what was. What was going on mm-hmm. at the end of the day? And a lot of people always ask. They was like, "Damn, boy, my bad, bro." Like you did everything in school. If y'all notice, I was in every. I couldn't, I, I, you know, I couldn't do football. I had actually went to trials that day, and then I went to that track shit that day. Mm-hmm. But I got hit by that car, so I couldn't do no contact sports. So I, I gravitated to the band. That's your track career. But then, mind you, I was in Volca. Vicar, FBLA, me and my sister was in everything, but we was escaping, going home. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just looked at wow. it like, like these kids super active, like they do everything in school, they in every extracurricular activity, go on, go on, go on. but we didn't want to go home. And it's crazy because like, you know, being with my mom, it was like, we had come to school, we eating lunch, like, hey, you ain't going to eat that, let me get that, because sometimes we ain't have food at home. Now flip the coin, we over here in this household, and it's like, and I ain't trying to go there, bro. Like, hey, and it, what, what, what's, wait, what, what, what's going on this month? What, what we can sign up for? You feel yeah. me? We trying to be at school, the goddamn. And back in that time, y'all know we used to practice at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Go home, it's time to shower, bring mm-hmm. your back to school. Like mm-hmm. we was doing everything to escape going home. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So perception, like I would like, like, in, in, in the, I, even I'm guilty of it. Um, prior to really getting in no rock, like mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you in the household with your mom? I think we all were. You in the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all just kind of because I I think we judged him because of knowing our struggle mm-hmm. and knowing we coming from just single home. Not you, T. You you can't really. I can't say what you relate to, but um, I know us. Mm-hmm. Not you here, but you know us. Yeah. It's like we got like single moms mm-hmm. with these children. That's that's like. You know, struggling to make ends meet and still trying to satisfy our need, our wants as well as our needs. So then I see him and I'm like, "Yo, he got everything I want." And I and and this really just hit me in my spirit. I realize now, 
And if y'all recall, when we first started, I said, I never knew why I didn't like him, but I just didn't like him. Mm-hmm. But now he just hit me. I was really jealous mm-hmm. of the fact that he had his dad in the home, and I didn't. And mm-hmm. that's really all I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we just automatically prejudged, bro, like, the stuff he's going through, the stuff he's um, venting to us about or entrusting us with, you know, it was... It was like... Is that is that is that really a problem? Is that really a problem? You know what I'm saying? But but not knowing his reality. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Just kind of taking a little a little bit and kind of just like a flip a switch had to be flipped to where we was hearing but we weren't really understanding. We, we was listening relate. but we weren't really hearing yeah, yeah, because yeah. we thinking about ourselves yeah. and what we thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like the average the average motherfucker, average black man who in the street that's successful. Being in the street doing street shit, didn't have a fucked up household, mm-hmm. but didn't come from a bad background. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like we go back to about the materialistic shit, like mm-hmm. I always had my dad always brought me J's. My, when I was growing up, my dad had a Rolex watch. He used to let me wear that shit. And I'm nine years old, so I know what it feel like to have shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember my parents went bankrupt. We had a three story house out here in Brentwood. I know what it feel like to have everything mm-hmm. and lose that shit. Lose that shit. Yo, and I watch mm-hmm. my mom work her ass off mm-hmm. and get that shit. Get that shit back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like my boy Wale said, you deserve to be a mod if you make it back quicker than you lost it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that shit happened like, that shit wasn't all the way bad. Well, it just was a different from what like, you used where to. At the end of the day, the house I stay in now, my grandma's house. I spent my whole life in that motherfucker. Yeah. I used to rather be down another than be up here. Right. All my friends down here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like when I moved up here, and, and as you know, I used to get on that goddamn bike, escaping the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I go to my partner CJ house in Glendale. It's 12, it's 13 niggas in this motherfucking little two bedroom house. Right. Yeah. We in this bitch sleep all over the goddamn house. Yeah, floor. me too. Yeah, I was in I'd rather hang out there. <laughs> I had more fun doing that shit yeah. than coming back up here to this big ass house sleeping over here. Yeah, I'm telling folks, man. If you, if you, people saying money buy you happiness, man. If you aren't happy broke, you're not gonna be happy with money. Man. Yeah, at all. Yeah. you gotta find happiness. That's not the term. It can't be no external nothing. Cause like, I, I they, now they done made a meme out of like with money being like numbers and numbers. Like, you ain't ever gonna be satisfied, man. And if you broke and then I say you get money out of nowhere, man, the problems are gonna come and hit. Like, if you if you disagree, you ain't never really had money. Period. I'm tired. Boy, you ain't never really been broke. Either one of the two. But you got happiness. Like if you ain't happy without money, man. You ain't gonna be happy with money. I agree. Money, money does not buy happiness. But I just, I just want to ask this question, just to go against the grain, just critical thinking, right? So most people that feel like if I had this account of money, mm. I'd be this happy. I won't have no problems. But that's coming from. My background of having to work three and four jobs to not only take care of my responsibilities, pay my bills, but to also sustain a lifestyle that I like to live. Mm-hmm. So, of course, figuratively, I would think like, well, shit, if I was like in, you know, a young thug money, like, I don't, not that I want that fame, but just that, that pocketbook, of course, you would automatically think that's going to buy me happiness. You get what I'm saying? So, back to what you were saying, Rock, to somebody that's, that's, that's struggling or to somebody that's that's having that's getting the eviction notices on their door mm-hmm. temporarily for that moment, you don't think that that money could buy them happiness? No, cause what? I don't. I used to tell head this shit. 
I don't watch you get checked for thousands of dollars. And you already got plans on fucking that shit up at Gucci store. And I know you don't got the money and went and fucked it up. You can ask me for the money for some gas. Yeah. Hell no, cause I know what you just want to fuck that money up. Yeah, yeah. You ain't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Money more so like money is an illusion. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's alive. Like it's an entity. It's like, just like when you had Chanel mm-hmm. had red and polish. I yeah, got that beat. money back. <laughs> you fucked all that money off. Yeah, you ran out of gas. I'm like, shit, I ain't getting your ass done. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you that. figure it out because you shouldn't have did yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Priorities was all the way. Shout out to Shalea, boy. That's why I said no matter what, I'll make sure Shawty good. Boy. Take him back. Yeah, yeah, he needs you. Give him another chance. Hey, I done fucked that up. I done, I done fucked that up even for the next lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But you're right. You're absolutely right, though. But 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 just saying, just like somebody that could be somebody that's in a situation to where they're making all kind of sacrifices to make ends meet. You know, just in that moment, not saying that money is going to buy them happiness, but money would grant them that relief of I got this taken care of. The water's but on. You said it though. In that moment, you, know, that you moment. pay them bills yeah. and you back broke. It's like, dang, well, where I'm gonna get? X, Y, and Z from because yeah. earn income come. I know if I put this amount of hours in, I'm only get this much money. I'm gonna check. I ain't got X, Y, and Z going on, so dang. I'm gonna yeah, get another yeah. lottery ticket. You get myself a million. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. not only that, the thing about it, and that shit is true. Like they say, more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. That shit, that shit is is, is well, definitely like, true. You growing up, you the well, you, what you the oldest boy? I'm the oldest son. Yeah, second okay. oldest, oldest boy. So you got all these other siblings up under your ass, and y'all fucked up. What you, if you could, what you think you'd go out here and do? Yeah, do what you gotta do. Like I remember, I remember one day, and, I, and it's like when I reflect on this moment now, I'm like, yo. And I really want to find out if I could do something about that to this day, but I don't think they own that pawn shop no more. Like I literally took my Super Nintendo. I never forget this shit. My Super Nintendo, and that was like the best Christmas ever with my mama because it's like we weren't really having shit mm-hmm. like that. You feel me? So when she brought the Super Nintendo out there, I'm like, yo, you. Fuck you been doing, mama? <laughs> but uh, but of course I hustled all the games, mm-hmm. bro. Like it came with the Super Mario World. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Every Super Nintendo did, yeah. bro. I had like remember the little milk cartons. Mm-hmm. The kids mm-hmm. there never know about the milk cartons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the milk crates. Yeah, the milk crates. Like I had to hustle like like two crates of um Super Nintendo games. You feel me? I took that Super Nintendo and all them games to the pawn shop. I never forget this. That dude gave me twenty dollars. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm in, I'm like, I'm like, believe it or not, I was at Willis Road when I did this. This was like fifth grade. Mm. So, so I wasn't even, right. no, this is Super Nintendo. I'm about this PlayStation wasn't even out yet. Then. No, mm. play, this is before PlayStation, this is before Dreamcast. This is before, this like, I think Both we had like, in. You say that? Yeah, we were like fifth grade. Fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Sega Genesis and Saturn came no, out No, we had a Nintendo. But I'm just saying, we wouldn't have a shit. You get what I'm yeah. saying? We wouldn't have a shit. So me so me yeah. getting that Super Nintendo for Christmas, nigga, yeah, that, was, right. that was the goddamn right, 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 Dreamcast right. and all that shit yeah. that was coming out. We were behind, you feel me? So, but, I, but I, now as an adult, I'm like, yo, first of all, and I know this was fifth grade because... By the sixth grade, when I was at Murphy, we was in Jenna's homes. Mm-hmm. And I was walking with Adrian, me, mm-hmm. Dan the boy, all of us was going to school together, mm-hmm. walking to school. Remember, we used to got that meet up, and we, I'm a, we gonna get better. <laughs> we was bad as shit. But anyway, this was fifth yeah, grade. So, so looking back now, I'm like, yo, when you're in the fifth grade, how old are you? Um, 11. So I definitely wasn't old enough to pawn nothing because you need an ID to do that. You know what I'm saying? 
So they they really got over on my ass. And then they only gave me $200. And I look back now at the value of all that stuff. I'm like, yo, they gave me $200. But the answer to what you were saying, being the oldest boy with all these kids (laughs) under me. And then I'm the boy. So even to this day, I tell my big sister, I'm the oldest. You feel me? Because I'm the man. You feel me? But anyway, I took them $200, gave them to my mom. We had eight in like two days. Gave them $200 to my mom. And I was like, yo, get get us something to eat. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. We mm-hmm. sat in the living room that night. No furniture. Like, everybody in that bitch. Like, my mom. And I and I, I felt good. Like, yo, my mom would just cry. Like, yeah, for sure. you know, I ain't but, tell her till a couple of days, like a well, day even, or two later, what I did to get the money. But even as she a, just cried. As a male or a man, it's fucked up for a, a male peer to feel like he got that much pressure. Well, he got to go out and pun and shit. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. steal a rug or whatever just to make. That's for a motherfucker to eat. Yeah. Do you, it's, so so while we're on that subject, do y'all feel like a man's um, situation, like his current situation, financial situation, things like that, ties into who who he is at that moment? Like based off of his relationships and things like that? Yeah, that's a psychological question. That's all in the nigga mind. So like, you know, a man just lost his job, you know, he, he's on hard times, but he's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that in that relationship, you know, now there's more arguing, there's more things like that going on. Like, his his wife's probably the, the, the breadwinner, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he's not bringing in any money, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, do y'all think that that will cause a lot more conflict in the yeah. relationship? Yeah, money, mm-hmm. money, like right. money. Yeah. Number one thing, people yeah. want it, depend, it depends on your spouse, too, though. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't got lost a job before. Mm-hmm. Had to go home tell my wife. It was before we got married. She, I we had just she had just moved in. I didn't know if she was gonna leave or stay. Mm-hmm. She stayed down with a nigga and paid, paid bills and everything. She picked up the slack. Mm-hmm. But 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 what you just said, and to and answering your question too, it depends on that spouse. Mm-hmm. Cause you can have a woman that's that's like your now wife. That ain't hey, no worry about it. I got you. I'm gonna pick mm-hmm. up the slack. I'm gonna make sure we straight. But you can also have that chick that's like. Fuck don't worry about it I got it mm-hmm. but then but then be mentally abusing you around the house like you're not a man like I'm paying all the bills yeah, mm-hmm. like shit. but then you also gonna want that female yeah she might she might look out but at the same time in a loving way like kind of like help feed your motivation like alright baby hey X, Y, Z, body, body, but not really be on your neck but kind of like motivation like alright cool, I know the dad I'm, I'm, I got you till you get back on your feet Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know but she's still pushing you to exactly. get on your feet. Well, I mean, think if, that, if that situation happened, long the man trying and he ain't just yep. sitting at home yep. on his ass, mm-hmm. it should be. It, it ain't gonna say gonna be alright, but it won't be that bad. But you just sitting at home. But you trying sitting at the house and and you ain't doing well, shit. You ain't good. Nah, you know what I'm saying. When she need to go to work, you ain't on the couch. When she get out work, you still on the couch. That's real. You gotta always have some go about yourself. As a man, you can't be comfortable. On your dick, I'm on your gent. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, because me as a man, I ain't comfortable with no woman taking care of me. Yeah. 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 Even though hard, I know, though. even though I know if something happened, she'll do it. Mm-hmm. But as a man, I don't know why a man don't want that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, it ain't make it. Yeah, it make you feel. But let me ask you a question man, though. But that, but does and and this just critical. This just hyper, not even a hypothetical, but just like a critical thinker for those men who are in positions where their woman. Is a breadwinner or a bread the breadwinner, or they're in a the situation to the woman is kind of say taking care of them. Does that make them any less of a man than you? It's all about understanding that they got in their house. 
But it, I would say go back to value. I would think it was more just like what you value. Cause mm-hmm. you got some motherfuckers that stay at home there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's true. Cook, clean. Yeah, yeah, but okay. That shit sounds sound funny, but that's real shit. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. So, so, I know. So, I know. It have us feeling like we can't solve a problem too. It, it have us feeling like we can't solve a pro- problem and leave us in a place of like you know incompetent. I guess. I guess it's unnatural. So yeah, you yeah, won't always yeah, have that feeling. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, 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 like where well, we don't feel like men, like we feel incompetent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. And that'll make us feel like we failures. You know. Like sometimes in Russia, and they got kids, bro. The man might be able to handle the kid better than the woman is. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because they, it's like we, we. I don't know what it is about kids, but when they kind of see like a man, they kind of see more. They're more. And I can't really say that either because you have some kids that have that same fear. And I had to use the word fear, but for lack of better terms, they kind of like. Mm-hmm. I know I can't. I can't play with this person. Cause you know kids will play on you. Yeah, and, and we, don't, we don't really give right. we don't really right. give kids credit, even babies, even yeah. and I ain't saying like a newborn baby that just came out the womb, right. but right. we don't really mm-hmm. give kids credit for how intelligent they really are. Right. And I'm gonna give you an example, um, like with a previous situation I was in, um, she had a two year old, and you know it was always oh he's a genius, he's so smart, he's mm-hmm. he's gifted, he's this that, and the third, but but when he's rebelling or when he's acting out. Oh, he's a baby. He don't know no better. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Accountability is different. Like I know, I, I know from my situation. Like uh, my girls, uh, their relationship with their mom is much different than me. You right. know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's like a, it's a certain kind of slack that they get when they're with their mom, but when they're with me, they're held to a standard of being, of, you know. And and I don't feel like I put too much pressure on them, but. It's there to a standard of being a woman cross your legs when you sit down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, certain, certain, because, because the thing is this, like, I base a lot of women, um, and this might not be the best way to approach it, but how I see the women who raised me, my right. grandma, my mom, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. You know, they're, they're all educated. They all hold, mm-hmm. hold, hold, hold themselves to a standard. So I do the same thing for my daughters and anybody who's going to come around my daughters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, but to what you're saying, when it comes to a mom, I'm not, and I won't say all all moms because right, all all of them, but I think that it's. I don't want to use the word slack. Right, but, but for like a better term, yeah, you say slack. Yeah, it's it's you say slack. It's like, but but or you same, can say that she's not upholding the same standard that you are. Absolutely. So do you absolutely. feel like you have to turn around and reinforce I those do. values with them? I do a lot of times. A you? lot of times, and well, and. And go, go ahead, Vincent. You got to look at it like, before you had kids with her, you already had two other kids, right? I did. I did. So when she had Speedy, like, that was her first child. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes when you be young, you learning how to be a parent. Yeah, you don't yeah, fucking you're know. Right. You're but right. you already got experience in it, so. You're right. You'll you right. be a little more up to speed than what she is. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. It, it, but, I mean, I'm speaking on, like, present day. You know, I get it. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're... Your first go around, you know, it's going to be a little hard for you. You know what I'm <laughs> but saying? But by that second one, you're kind of like, wait a minute. You know? <laughs> but you you said something. So, no, before y'all before the twins, you only had boys. They don't have two girls. Yeah, they don't two girls. So you had to learn how to handle raising two <coughs> girls because you've been raising all you got them boys. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, and and I, me personally, I don't want, when it comes to parenting, I don't think there's any difference between raising like as far as setting values, 
I don't think there is any difference between raising a man and a woman when it right, comes to right. setting values. It's just different them. things. That, that discipline different though. No, it's, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I mean, granted, you know, I, I must admit, I don't whoop my kids. You know, mm-hmm. like like so so for instance, like because they want to be athletes and scholars, I combine that in in a sense of a punishment. Calisthenics. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, right. At the same time, discipline don't always mean whooping you got. Oh no! Yeah, true enough. I mean, I'm, wants to be be an athlete, but he slacks off in school, so so I make him do suicides. You know what I'm saying? To, and that's just gonna condition him to be absolutely. even even greater. Most importantly. It trains his mind to tell him like like if if you can push yourself through 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 this uh this task or whatever you can sit down for for eight hours and not misbehave at school. Right. You know what I'm saying? I you know I could bond that. You know what I'm saying? My partner did the same thing with his son. Use exercise or whatever that running shit at punishment, but he the the boy started to like that shit. So when punishment for him. But but he run through that shit like it ain't nothing. Like shit, like I mean, to, not to cut you off, but to interject right with what you just said, and not disagreeing with mm-hmm. what you're doing, and 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 I like that. I'm gonna come back to that too. But what you just said, for example, when I was at my uncle's house, we had this big ass. You, y'all seen the big ass yards? Mm-hmm. So I know if I like I me, mean, you got suspended for that shit we did in the gym. <laughs> no, not we. I was I was lookout just. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I already knew what my punishment I ain't get was gonna be. Though. I already knew what my punishment was gonna be. Really, I ain't get suspended either. Okay, just like, Look, we just suspended some niggas for fucking the gym, so we need you to. Just, we, just, we just need you to stay home for a few days, so it's like we being fair at the school. But anyway, I already knew what my punishment was gonna be. So before Ooh, my, my, my uncle drove a truck, so I got home three fifteen. Brian went to pull the riding lawnmower out, the edger, the mm. blower. Bro, I had the fucking yard. Cause I already know what my punishment was gonna be. Mm. You gotta fucking till this big ass yard in the front yard. I had to bag all the leaves, all the hay. You know, I blew all the shit out the street. I got that bitch edged up so perfect. So by the time he came in the house, he said, "What you did?" So I got suspended. Now I already did my punishment, so it wasn't really nothing else for me to do. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You like just you know, I gotta go back on the road. We'll talk about it when I get back. But it wasn't nothing that he could do to really punish me at the time, because I already knew what my punishment was. But see, like, 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 like for for me, like Speedy, like Speedy never knows what I'm going to do. What you gonna do next? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you are unpredictable too. Yeah. So Speedy, yeah. Speedy, Speedy never knows what what I'm going to do. It's just I like that nickname. That shit hard, Speedy. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's just like I always want to want him to know, like you know, there will ultimately be a consequence for. For that for this or for that, you know what I'm saying. Right. Regardless of right. like of like, and, and see like that's what I'm trying to trying to train train his mind to understand. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Regardless of the punishment that I'm suing on him, like it's, it's you know it's gonna be some repercussions going, for your actions. Absolutely, man. Some and that's it. Out. That's it. You, you know said what I'm some, you said something else that I like. You said that not that I'm putting too much pressure on them. Do you think it's anything wrong with putting too much pressure on them? I don't think so because because. Look at how Joe Jackson was. And his kids turned out to be... Michael Jackson turned out to be somebody that we, we can never get another Michael Jackson. You get what I'm saying? Right. And, and to, put it in, to put it into perspective, yeah. uh, me and my daughter just had a conversation. And um, I'm going to be honest. Like, my daughter's an A student. So, when I... You don't bring me no D. Mm-hmm. You know you better not bring me no F. Mm-hmm. I don't want no C either. Mm-hmm. Really, my expectations should be Shout you all A's because she's you really that articulate. You know what I'm saying? 
But I'm like, I ain't make all A's, so at least bring me A's and B's. So long story right. short, she brought a C home. I was like, mm, it's a progress report. You got time to bring it up. You know, and I'm always on her like, hey, you need help with this? You know, I, I'm going to talk this, I'm going to talk that. I got it, I got it, I got it. But as soon as progress reports report cards, now I get that speech. I'm having, I was, this was hard. But anyway, got to see. So I told her, I said, Yo, I'm on the way over there. You know, because we got to talk face to face about these grades. Like, and, and it's because knowing what I know now, I understand what everybody was trying to teach me or instill in me. So my thing was, and she broke down and she told me. She kind of emotional and she she's like, she could be a good actor, by the way, too. She's like, <laughs> I just feel like, Pops, I just feel like when it comes to my grades, you put too much pressure on me. And I'm like, I buy your Pair Jordan, you won't. You know what I'm saying? You need $200 for Fortnite or Grand Theft Auto, I make sure you got it. Just because you make sure you got money in your pocket. I cash out you mm-hmm. $50. Like, all I ask is that you go to school and do grades. Mm-hmm. You got to see in literature. All you're doing is fucking reading and comprehending. You ask, <laughs> if you take your time and read, the answer is in there. Mm-hmm. So, and I tell her, let me ask you a question. She's like, yes. I'm like, do you have kids that, that fail classes in your classroom? Yeah. So I said, okay, let me ask you a question. Though, think about those kids that you know. Are they consistently failing in the, in the exact same class? She was like, you know what? My friend such and such ain't passed such and such class yet. And now that I think about it, last year they was always failing. I said, you know why? Because they don't have parents like you mm-hmm. that's on your ass and that's, and that's putting pressure on you. So if I slack up and I'm like, oh, you got to see. Mm-hmm. All right, you still passed. Right. Next thing you know, you're going to bring me a D. Uh-huh. And if I don't say nothing, I'm not putting pressure on you or I'm not on your ass about that D. Pretty soon you'll be like, who cares? He don't check my report card. I'm just gonna fail this bitch. Mm-hmm. So I had to just pretty much put it in, like help her to understand. As long as I stay on you, you know I'm gonna be on you. So, and like I always say, long as you do your best, you know. If you come to me and say, "Pops, I did all I could do. I came out this bitch with a C." I'm gonna be like, "Well, I'm proud of you." But if you know you ain't did your best, don't come to me. Don't 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 fake kicking right, with me because right. I don't fake kicking with you. you right. right. See, I think it's a thin line between pressure and expectation. Talk about that too. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, like kids, they only gonna achieve whatever expectation you got for them. That's why a lot of teachers, you get what I'm saying, produce <laughs> sorry students, man. Cause they ain't got no expectation for them. They might like my teacher's good, those kids from the good, these kids cutting up this then third. You got a little expectation. That's perception that you putting out there. Like what is called? It's um. Polygamous theory, something like that. I forgot what it is. Basically, a kid, a kid gonna achieve whatever expectation you got. Right, so, right. So if, you, if you got low expectations for your kid, oh yeah, you gotta see. Oh my child, dumb. That's cool. That's all you gonna do. Right. You ain't gonna encourage them. You ain't gonna speak no life to you. You gonna accept, and they gonna grow up being mediocre person. Half, half, half. You don't think that's cool, but you're like, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? This, this, that third. You do this. You do that. Hey, this can help you. I believe in you. I think you can do X, Y, and Z. They gonna do it. Like especially like when kids young. That's when you mold them into what type of person they gonna grow up to be. I want to bring up something. That just, this can put y'all subject. Uh, I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Me, me and Rock, we were going to get uh, lunch, and I asked Rock a question. I was like, "Do we? Are we currently living in the in the hoeing society?" I mean, you said, <laughs> are we even, hold on, hold on. So are we hoeing? Hoeing like 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 it's it's like it's like all like all like all like hoes acceptable now in yeah. the culture. Hoeing is a trend. Uh, it's trendy. Oh. Yo. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be honest that. with you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that you say that because everybody got whole teenagers doing. But look right, at right, but but not always. Like actually do saying exactly, so it's like so, oh, so yeah. you, you know what I'm saying. So so we are we we are very capable of it, but it's the exportation of it now that is being ultimately accepted. A lot of them ain't gonna admit. It. Man, you know what the biggest influence is in the world? What's that? Music, music, music. Okay, so music, it's I mean, music is part of. Do what these female rapping about? That's what I'm saying. That's what that's like. So like, do we? Of course they're gonna be like, oh, it's biased because it's okay. A dude can go out there and have sex with a hundred girls, and he a Mac or a pinnacle player, but a female go out there and do the same. Life ain't fair, man. That's the way of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but let me ask y'all a question though. Okay, and, and this will go based on just the individual. Me, for example, I'm not that secure as a man, and what I mean by that is. I, I can't wife no chick that I know everybody done hit. I can't wife no chick that I knew y'all done hit. For example, like a previous situation, um, this young lady we spoke about earlier, right? <laughs> so, and granted, and granted, you know, she was a great friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, we were having sex with one another. So, you know, she, you know, I stopped fucking with her. Cool. So, for her to hurt me, she went and fucked my homeboy, which was really okay with me and I wouldn't have been upset had he asked to be honest mm. but the way that they went about it you know that was lame because I would have gave you I would have gave you my approval mm-hmm. to, to begin with mm-hmm. but you know and the way she she came back and she apologized and honestly I believe what she you know she was like I was hurt you know I was in love with you you just you you stopped fucking with me even though we weren't together you know that's what I ultimately wanted blah 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 so I basically did this to hurt you, but it backfired on me because you don't give a fuck. And I also told her, you know, now you really just solidified your position in my life because now I can never wife you up. Mm-hmm. I'll still fuck you. You know, mm-hmm. we can still kick it. I'll still go out to eat with you. Mm-hmm. We can still go to the movies. Mm-hmm. You can come and spend the night, mm-hmm. but we ain't going to never walk down that aisle with each other. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, now you really shot yourself in the foot, but to, to put it back into... What you were saying, I'm not that secure as a man. Because you have some men, and I know some people right now, married to some women that somebody they was cool with has had sex with. Mm-hmm. And I don't see, and I and I just think that's a very strong man. Mm-hmm. That's a very strong, ain't no fucking way. Do you know? Huh? No, I know some people that actually even knew. Oh. But I mean, I just see that I'm insecure. Mm-hmm. I'm a, it's no secret. Mm-hmm. I'm an insecure and I'm working on it. Yeah. And I'm praying just situations that I've been in made me this way. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So eventually, and I'm in therapy for it, so hopefully I'll grow out of it, but I don't ever think I'm going to really get to a place where I'm going to wife a chick up that I know. And I know how my home... Yeah, you know, I, I know, know how my boys get down. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm going to wife somebody up, I know... I might fuck them. It's well, a person person already married and find out after. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 How long? Ooh. How long we been married? <laughs> I know what I mean. A year. It's a no man. No matter. No matter, baby. Peace, peace, God. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm just, I'm, but I'm, it, it depends on the man. Oh, because she can still be. Don't get me wrong. Even Charlotte, like she's a great person. I think she's going to be the perfect wife for the, the person that's willing to give her what she's looking for. Just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But even after that situation, I'm like, now, now you can't ever be my girlfriend. Because just my insecurity, and, and this this person gonna be around 
for different events, you know, fraternity events, family events. Like, yeah. I got to see this nigga. Right, so right, right. I can't bring you there because now it's like, damn. And I don't know what y'all done think, did. You don't think about that every time he see y'all. Yeah. Like, dang. Yeah. But even now, if you got your get. Get, hey. got get back. You still feel like that? Even, even with me getting my get back, I still feel that way. You see Slay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Slay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Slay. Oh, y'all know what the fuck going on, man. <laughs> Big D is in the future. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. You see all these guns, right? <laughs> we don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Not at all. Slay. We don't. He put the brass numbers down. <laughs> Touched on, we, we touched on a lot of great things. We did. I think that's wonderful too. But yeah, we did. I think it just comes back down to just um, we we were speaking about um, because women even yeah. feel the same way. Like like damn, Kirk, you can fuck, and I'm just I'm just saying yeah, this yeah, for the show. Right. You done fuck over a hundred or some females. You know what I'm saying? So even women sometimes are looking that ass. You got community dick, mm-hmm. so should they take you serious? Huh? But like I tell them at the end of the day, you you need a husband, not me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, what y'all say is all about perception, eh? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, perception. get it how you live. But I, but I will say, and I think you said this, Daniel. Um, the music. Um. Yeah, music, social media. Music, social, social media. media. Yeah. So it's like that's what's being advertised. That's what's being promoted. So that's what what they see, like, what they hear. Though, yeah. I will say this though. Okay. Especially looking at social media, would y'all agree or disagree that it seemed like the freaks get wifed up first? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Get everything you want. Yes. So yeah, you see that. So absolutely. Like, hey, yes. I'm gonna, show, I'm gonna show my. I'm gonna show my butt, man. I'm gonna act like this. I'm gonna. You know what I'm saying? Do all your tools, you get all the tension. Yup. No, it really just a tension seeking. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. But I mean, the <laughs> only thing is, you can get them, but as far as keeping, you got to have something more substantial. Like, care decent conversation, have something busy about yourself. Yeah. Anybody can hit you. If not, if that's what you portraying, like, just sex, that's what you selling, that's what you're going to, you know what I'm saying? And that's can't the, get mad when somebody right. try you off that. Like, I'm free, I was just about, about to say that. Everybody like, ain't going to try to just buy you. They're going to keep something. Yeah. Say something slick to make it slide. Right. I can't get mad if they just try y'all some sex, Jack, because that's what you portray. But that's what you portray. And, and then, then you get mad when when a nigga in your inbox. And he like and he come and he coming at you on some oh I'm trying to, you know, see what's going going. And then you get mad. He didn't wear Rick Ross, he left the interview. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey look. <laughs> you know what? I think this is this is really a good circle to ask this question, right? So I've been seeing this floating around on social media. I'm pretty sure y'all probably seen it too. That post and it's like, um, because a man, I took a screenshot. This is one of the phones on that. Because a dude took a chick on a date, is she, are they supposed to have sex? If you feel like you took somebody on a date, say you done wind her down, or you done spent X amount of money, you feel like they owe you some ass? Yeah, not. I, I, I'm. I just say. I say like this. That was a deep gas. How you? <laughs> how you? How, how you? How you? begin a relationship? How you gonna have to end it? So if you. This. I know some dudes. Hey, buy buy. I throw money at you. I will buy you this. I will buy you that. You know what I'm saying? Just to try to get sex. Nah, man. Cause you know what I'm saying. Ain't no. 
Especially if you ain't already pre-established, like, your terms are set. You know what I'm saying? So, I ain't going to put it like that. Like, no, nah, but it is some niggas out there that just will take girls out to eat all the time or take them shopping, buy them things like that just to have sex with them. Right. Just like it's some niggas just... But isn't that the goal? Isn't that always well, the goal? Well, look, look, I, look, look, look I, I ain't gonna lie. So like, I've, I've, so I've like, I've like, I've like dated chicks, right? We go to fancy restaurants, eat good things like that. But see, my whole thing is this: if I was by myself, I would still spend that, spend that same money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, like if I gotta like, if you fucking me off of. The money I'm spending and not my vibe, I don't really want you anyway. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because shit, you after the wrong thing. You feel what I'm saying, Shark? Right. Because this money can be here today, going tomorrow. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But what about niggas who already, that's a trick anyway. And they we tricking off. So listen, with the $40 thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm recording it now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, so, so here's the thing. I'm not saying that I met a chick for the first time, right? <clears throat> I take you out to show you a good time. I'm gonna do that anyway, just like right, you said, right? Yeah. However, I'm not gonna fake kick it with you like I ain't trying to have sex because it's um it's a it's a physical attraction mm-hmm. just as much as it is a mm-hmm. a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But I, at this point, you don't really even know this person, so you're really going off of the physical physical attraction. So yeah. now I will say, after a couple of dates, like two or three dates, like hey, so. I know what your vibe is like. I know what your um, your energy is like. Mm-hmm. If we if we if we proceed to date, so now the next thing to explore is sex. To know if if we because because I think we can all say you done had sex with a chick and then be like you know what let's just be friends. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So if we just let's say we spend like twenty two. Yeah, exactly. So let's just say <laughs> you, you're going out with this person, y'all hanging out. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, say you spend six months, and then finally she give you some ass, and it won't work. Hold on, what you talking about? Six months? Hey, but I'm just saying. But I'm, I'm, I'm just. We got, seven, we got but, seventy-two hours. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you, you still be on the seventy-two hours? That's what I live by. What you mean? <laughs> seventy-two hours. What? But I'm just saying. But let's just say, and see. But 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 this is even worse for this is even worse for a woman than it is for a man because let's just say you know y'all dating and y'all haven't been physical and I'm I'm just using number six months right. and the sex is trash. Not saying that the dick is bad or the vagina is bad, but it's just that y'all just it's 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 not it. Don't miss. So now it's such thing as bad. You don't miss. Somebody asked that question. Before. It is mm-hmm. tight, dry, loose. All that shit falling in that category. Right, right. And I've had somebody, and I, I and, and, and I wish I could have. So a female head. dry. But I, but not even to say but that. Some of the few just be naturally dry. That just be you know yeah, yeah. Because some, but some women some do have trouble. Turned on. Some women do have trouble. Um, could, yeah, Barfman glands don't. Right. <laughs> don't act right. I mean, they don't like be wet. They be laying turned on. Turn on. But I'm saying, yeah. but or some, some are just but some, some yeah. women can actually be turned on, and they still yeah. their gland, yeah. their glands still don't, don't produce mm. moisture. Mm. But I'm just saying, crop it out tears. But I'm saying, but so here's the thing. So just think about how much time was just wasted. Y'all get to that point where it's like, this ain't me. Like, Say, yo, Kanye West is one of your favorite rappers, right? He still is. Kim K. Pusha probably ain't shit to nobody else. He probably just in love with him. Yeah. The, the idea of her. Look at everybody
So it's a lot of things that you got to factor in. That's very true. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? But you say that about you. You got kids by somebody, but yeah. you don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, I can't say at one point I wasn't doing like Kanye West shit because my bag ain't the same as his, but I can't say that I haven't gone out the way Boy, yeah. to do whatever it was mm-hmm. to keep. That person, my my daughter's mom. You get what I'm saying? Do you hit raw? Huh? <laughs> Do you hit raw? Do I hit what raw? Do you hit raw? Man, you know what he talking. Hit, what, what you mean? I'm confused. You, you know what he talking about, man? Huh? You know what he talking about? Do I have armor to say? Who we talking about? I'm saying, but I'm talking about disappeared. Just in general. Just in general. Or what? Oh, like what me and him was saying, like with my baby mom. The second baby mom. Huh? I'm talking about the second baby mama. With the second baby mama, like, what, do I hit wrong? I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying, you won't be on no Kanye shit. Oh, hell no. Not, no, God, hell no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have did that anyway. I'm just saying, but you said he got killed by her. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I, mean, I, like shit. How, I like how you did. But, I, but I'm saying, it's, it's also the feelings that I had for her, too. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on, it just depends on what that person is for you or does for you or how they make you feel. You get what I'm saying? And that could be somebody that you don't even have kids with. Because I think, I know for a fact, I done went out bad about a few chicks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> all of the strength up. <laughs> what you mean went out bad? I done went out bad. Like, I done went out bad, like, crashed up, like, like begging. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you beg, if you beg a, a, a bitch to stay with you, you done went out bad. You feel me? You done went out bad. Because now she even looking at you as a joke, like, nigga, you desperate. You know what I'm saying? So now I've learned I never do that again. You know what I'm saying? That need to be another one. I he just start cleaning his nose. <laughs> <laughs> that, that need to be. He had the fingers all the way in the back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that nigga was right. right. first bullet. Hey, that need to be. That need to be pull his that, eyes out. That, need, <laughs> that, that would be a, that's, that's another good topic. What's that? Niggas crash out by. Crash not. Niggas crash out by. Legado Yum Leviosa. The kitty cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the cat, boy. Niggas crash out by the kitty cat. Yeah. But I I, 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 I'm, I think I'm comfortable enough to say we all done did that. Yeah. We all done went bad yeah, about man, yeah. some female. Yeah, especially. You know what I'm saying? If you love her, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you love her, yeah. Yeah, you know that. He still ain't telling me what that P stand for. What that P stand for? Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Why you got it right there? <laughs> you for the answer? You to it? Hey, Kurt said you were pushing P. <laughs> it just looked awkward. Say <laughs> you were pushing. Say you were pushing P. But uh, but he's a good trainer. So, so I'm gonna ask y'all this too. So, and I like how we doing this. We just going from different, um, Top. different what's the names bouncing around. Kevin Samuels. How y'all feel about Kevin Samuels? Who is that? Rest Samuels. in peace, um, right. frat brother. He reached those golden shores. So. You said, I, who, I, who said who's that? I, I did. You know who Kevin Samuels is? No, honestly, I don't. So he did. So okay, so he was a life coach. He done died now. Okay. Yeah, on stage three times. Basically, you the problem to see these interviews on Instagram where he talking to these women and they just be so upset and irate about what he's saying. Like, like he was saying, like if you got, know, you know who it is. Yeah, you know who it is. Like he was saying, like women they got multiple kids. That ain't been married. Like, you past 30 with three kids. Like, like you not what's up type shit. Not saying I agree with everything that he's, he says. Because um, what a lot of people missed is most women that actually subscribe to his channel or called into his show was asking how to 
catch a how a high value man, man like a rich like six seven figure nigga. Right. So uh, okay, his advice and feedback was based on how that six seven figure like I know one chick he was talking to, um, she was asking advice. She was dating this black surgeon. This dude got no kids. He got two doctors, I think it was, and he's a black surgeon. So he was telling her like, like this nigga is a one in a million. He can have anybody, any chick he want. Yeah, why would he want you? Like, what, like, why would he want you? What do you have to offer him to make him commit to you? So she was basically arguing. She got good vagina. She got good pussy. So he was like, you know how many other, like, beautiful women I hear that got good cat, or at least think that they do? So you think that's going to make this man, like, sway his decision to think that he's supposed to be with you? So a lot of people, a lot of women, really, like, they just happy that the nigga did. They've been making all kind of posts, like, celebrating this man's death. You get me? Wow. But flip the coin, I read a post that was saying, we tear Kevin Samuels down, but we applaud Mari when he basically exploited black women for, what, 30 years? I'm talking about not, not having, not, you are not the father of Mari. Yeah, Mari. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's basically what his show was about, right? That's true. I mean, I mean, Dang. I mean, ultimately, because, I mean, I didn't really watch a lot of uh, Kevin Samuels, uh, but I, I, I know that he spoke on women just as much. I mean, spoke on men just as much as he spoke on exactly. women. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I mean, because, like, like for instance, I seen this post and, and uh, he was like, <clears throat> basically, you know, you got a, you got a, you got a man who who's thirty. You know what I'm saying? If if you got responsibility, you need two jobs. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like forget being in a relationship. Get yourself in a position to take care of yourself, take care of your household, and then pursue. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. I mean, so I mean, but but to what to where Kurt, Kurt Kurt said, if I'm a man and I'm and I'm holding down two jobs, taking care of my family and my household, well, guess what? I'm a high value man. No matter, you know what I'm saying? No matter my actual income, my standards have changed. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, to I me, mean, you know. Got rested dead, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know him personally, but I like Dang, I like I, I like what Content, he was saying. You know what I'm saying? On both ends, you know what I'm saying? So And the only thing I seen different based on the people that called in, like I even went to look at some of his success rates and mm-hmm. it's an ass of people that tapped in and was like, Yo, <clears throat> thanks to you I found the woman I was looking for. Thanks to you, I got the how value man that I was asking advice about. The only thing that I saw differently but between the male and females is the women all got upset and attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they hear something they didn't like and they just went off. Went off, yeah. The men, however, like I was listening to one and this dude was like 34, right? He said he's 34, he's short, he's fat, he making under $30,000 a year, and he said he got a little deep. <laughs> so Kevin Samuels said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's how he started. He's like, wait a minute, so you mean to tell me you short and you fat, you got a little dick and you broke? He said, you shouldn't even be dating. <laughs> At all. He just told him straight up, like, you shouldn't even be dating. Like, he was like, okay, you can't help that you're short, but you can't help that you're fat. He was like, you got a little dick, you got a little dick, but you should at least be trying to chase a bag that can offset, you know what I'm saying? So the dude, and, and I ain't going to lie, I was like, I can't believe he was saying this shit, but he was keeping it real. Yeah. The dude didn't get upset. He was just like, you know what, I'm going to hit the gym. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get my weight right. You know I can't help it. I'm short. You know I'm applying for different jobs, even though you can't really help your job the situation. Job situation. I'm pretty sure if he could hire himself somewhere, he would hire himself in the highest position, making some good money. <clears> but <throat> but 
he didn't take that constructive criticism um, in vain. Like, he didn't spaz about it. He was just like, hey, I appreciate it. And he moved on. Yeah. You know what's so crazy to me is that Kevin Kevin Williams got all that, you know, all that kickback and stuff like that. But people listen to Steve Harvey. Who's that's had, what I'm saying. Who's had, you know, he he he's admitted to cheating. How many wives he had? Right, that's what I'm saying. Cheating in his relationships. Full time. And things like that. And then he turns around and writes a book on on the Basically inside. everything he didn't need. Yeah, <laughs> and, and get praised for. Because and, and what, I, what buy, I take man. what that is and it's crazy because the world that we live in, they're favorites. <clears throat> Steve Harvey is a favorite. Beyonce is a favorite. Uh, Russell Wilson is a favorite. Sierra is a favorite. You know what I'm saying? Then you got people like Future. All you hear about is negative shit. Motherfuckers hate <clears throat> hate the shit out of this dude just because he young, rich, and, and got an ass of baby mama. They don't talk about how much money... His foundation gear back. You get what I'm saying? They just don't like it. No matter what he do, whether it's positive or negative, they only gonna speak on the negative. Like mm-hmm. me and Augusta. No matter how great I'm doing or how much good I'm doing or how much positive, I'm not a favorite. So like Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Donald Trump. <laughs> like Donald Trump. Trump. I know he's a racist bigot, but I respect I respect him. that man honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. I don't Absolutely. want nobody to loud, shoot, fake, shake, nothing. Man, right. tell me what you is. So I can go on about it. <laughs> Once I know who, bring back forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna vote for this thing. I'm telling you. But see, listen. I, I said this. I said this. I appreciate the fact that he let us. He let us know the way he ran his campaign. He was a racist big. And and what's crazy? He got a lot of support behind it. So. I'm like, why are we mad because he don't like black was people? Was he racist? He said he not. But was he racist though? I think he. I, I think I, he maybe. I mean, I don't he never think it was. I don't. I, I think that. I think that he allowed the freedom of every group to be exposed. Like, 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 for instance, like uh, he the, definitely let people expose himself. Yeah, KKK he, came out in public. You see what I'm saying? And, but, but <laughs> just like he let niggas do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Across the board. So I mean, I but I will say what what his his words. His language towards um, Latino and brown people. Oh yeah, yeah. That's no, definitely no, racist. No, no, what he say? He don't like them. He don't like Mexicans. He don't like Mexicans. He don't like Mexicans. <laughs> you talking about the wall and shit? Building the wall. Already, everybody said building that wall is because like the jobs and things. Not like even, that. not even just that, but hey, I'll, you I'll don't know who coming through them boys. Get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, they are coming from, they coming from Mexico, right? Do you, do you live in Mexico? They got all kinds of niggas coming from the border, man. When you in Mexico? When you in Mexico before you came, you came to Joe's? New Mexico. I'm from New Mexico. Hey, what that about brown people? Hey, them folks stick together and they they get it. They stick together. They get it. Yeah, yeah. Damn, with the materialistic stuff, man, you ain't never seen no Mexican without a fat knot on them. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And they that's all true. live together. They mm-hmm. send money back home to Mexico. They live off each other. So just think about it. You got two, three families living in a big old house. Oh, so Mexico's they have be right always now. clean. Like I bet their house yeah. clean. And you ain't paying that much money for no bills because you split and with like 10, 12, 10, 12 different 12, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about it. Everything's straight profit. You working all these hours, getting paid. Man, come on. They winning. Like, yeah. hey, I don't care what nobody say. But you got millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people coming in. It's like, dang, you ain't taking care of niggas. So hold on, wait. 
I ain't, I ain't getting that. I love. Go on, get it too. Let's go. Late, nah. We did. I, I love. I love everybody, but like the thing is, what? you see, you see, you're coming off a little racist right now. I ain't racist. I love <laughs> hey, everybody ain't got. I ain't. I, I'm saying now, but everybody ain't got a nigga they don't like. <laughs> yeah, oh, you talk about, about white people? Oh, it ain't all white people, but hey, yeah, that white cop that did X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, this white person that you know what I'm saying. But it's niggas you ain't like too. Joe Biden, Joe Biden. They said Joe Biden said in 2000 and how long ago was 2008? Ain't the best with numbers now. That was about um. Damn, what? He was like 2008, 12, 14. Well, like 14 I might have to years, Google it. Yeah. I forgot this. I forgot like 14 this age. Years like, ago. Four, um, like almost yeah, 14 if not longer years ago. I know he had to be like I think like I have to Google it to get the precise number, but I know he was way past his late 60s, early 70s, said that Barack Obama was the first, let me say this again, Barack Obama was the first articulate and black man that he had ever met. Mm. So you mean to tell me, you like <coughs> 70, 72 years old, this is 2008, and you saying that Barack Obama is the very first black, clean, and articulate, the first, in, what did he say? What's the first articulate and clean black man he ever met. That right there told me everything I, I need to know that, about him. I ain't, I ain't in politics, but I ain't, I ain't care for Obama neither. Like, I don't care for um, Joe Biden. I just don't care for <laughs> politics. <laughs> <laughs> real, they ain't like Trump, because Trump exposed a lot of stuff. I don't care what nobody says. Trump was real. For years, I was telling people about adrenochrome. You get what I'm saying? The first thing that... I can't say honk. First thing that white man did, we got, we you get out. You look racist. You look racist. The first thing that man did, we got out office was ban the manufacturing of adrenochrome. Now, what was adrenochrome? Adrenochrome is when they used to talk about those sex societies, those little sex parties of them rich, elite people, and they got these kids that they sex traffic. And like right before they do all this sex stuff to them, right before you kill a kid, it's a certain type of special adrenaline that pumps through their body. They drain that adrenaline out their brain. And they drink. It's called like the Fountain of You. That's what all these actors, movie stars, politicians, they mm. drink. Look it up. Adrenochrome. They drink it. And they supposedly keep them looking young or the Fountain of You. So like, man, he banned the manufacturing. As soon as he did that, that's when the whole joke, that's the whole Epstein and sex traffic, everything got exposed because Hollywood shut down everything. He was an elite. Yeah, he was crooked, but his whole thing, make America great again, he was a whistleblower and a snitch. On the elite, now that's why they didn't like him. That's why they crucified everything he did. Because, hey, yeah, I might have did X, Y, and Z, but hey, now I'm on a good foot. I'm a snitch on everybody else now. That's why they want that man out of office. Adrenochrome, look that up. After that, that's when sex trafficking, Epstein, everything happened. Man, this stuff been going on for years. Right. Nobody blew the whistle on it, but as soon as he got in office, to be somebody to do it, he ain't have to worry about no money, man. He had money. He had money. So he blew the whistle and exposed all that stuff and look at it. I love the conversation. I said, hey, that's just something folks look up. Look up the stuff that he did, man. He was, I, I just like the boldness of it. Yeah, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I like the fact that he was real. <clears throat> Me too. I know, I knew, I knew when he got on TV, he was going to say whatever the fuck he, he was say. thinking. He was going to look at you how he wanted to look at you. If he didn't like what you had to say, he was going to give you that look. <laughs> that's, what we <laughs> all, that's what we all be preaching to. Oh, keep it real. Keep it 100. Man. Cool, I, I can't hate you because you don't like ketchup and I like mustard. Right. Cool, let me know that. Then he gave me three stimulus checks that I ain't even asked for. You feel me? I could have used that shit with Joe Biden. You feel me? Like, hey, last year, 
I could have used some free money. I woke up one day, I'm like, what is this in my account? I called my bank, like, yo, I got $2,500 more than what I'm supposed to have. Like, and you called. <laughs> I called my bank. I called my, listen, I've been listening to podcasts and the Brips Club and shit where people wake up with like a million dollars. Why the fuck I don't be waking up to no shit like that? But it's you so many. called your bank, though, for right. that. It's so right. crazy. Right. You've been one of them to call me and they're like, oh, sorry, Mr. Curry, you made a mistake. But guess what? I'd rather make a mistake than be one of those people. Mm-hmm. Like, like true story. Like, I, I hear a lot of people call into the Breakfast Club and they say they just woke up one day and they had like two, three million dollars in their account and they went and went dumb. They and made then, pay it back. yeah, went to jail and everything because the bank made a mistake. Damn. That's because you you woke up tomorrow, you a millionaire. Right. We're going to get a Lamborghini. Right. You feel me? So anyway, I called the bank and I'm like, look, this nigga, that. that Hey, he sleep. That's some real. Big, put the microphone. That's some real big T there, boy. If he, if he, if he oh, don't fall asleep, fall asleep, if he don't fall asleep, hey, it ain't big. It ain't, ain't T. Hey, we can't clone him, can we? All right. But um, Shit. I called the bank to make sure it was legit. They was like, "Yo, you know, President, two. President um, Trump <laughs> giving out this stimulus package. Yeah, you know, that's the payment." I'm like, and I asked the question like, "That's my money. That's that, that's that was free money. Right. I ain't even know about no stimulus. You feel me? So." Bring back 45, man. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm tag that. Bring back 45. Four, I need it. 45. So, so we touched on <coughs> um, some values about parenting. Accountability. Um, um, accountability. Um, a little bit of politics. Yeah. Um, um, a little, little background about who we are. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, before we close out, um, anything y'all, anything else y'all would like to share with, with the show? <laughs> Yeah. And keep in mind now they they streaming us in Germany. Hey man, and I like to do this too. Shout out to everybody that's in Germany, Canada, uh, Puerto Rico, Finland, England, the United Kingdom, of course the United States. Um, it's a few more countries. Forgive me, but thank y'all so much, man. I ask that y'all continue uh, streaming and fucking with me, downloading and sharing it with your family, friends, and man, loved ones. Keep streaming with my boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, bro, continue to go at your own pace, my boy. Tread light. Keep winning, bro. Hey, pass me one of them phones over there, if you don't mind. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, him to get both of them. Appreciate it. So, yeah, man, again, so this is yours truly, uh, Lord Curtis Leon Proctor, and I got my, my good brothers with me. Yes, sir, Steve. Yes, sir. Yeah. We out here, man. So, and then we and we finna close out. So, um, Daniel, any, anything, Big T, anything y'all want to, um, nah. That nigga sleep. That nigga over there. Sleep, sleep. <laughs> what about you, Rock? Anything you anything you want to uh, add? Yeah, man. I'm saying, man. So keep God first, man. Everything you do, like, for real. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. And y'all already know how. Y'all know how I end every show before we leave. It's only right that I leave you all with a positive note. <laughs> and that positive note is, balance is not something you find. It's something you create. Let's talk.